listening to Vinger Heads Podcast. Hello everyone, it's Wednesday and it's time to refuel our addiction to digital petrol. I am your host Ving and this is Gearset Podcast. This time the podcast is full of surprise, uh, showing that we are growing and we are moving in the direction that I want us to have on a channel. So let me be a little bit humble and grateful for what we are achieving until now, for what is coming, that's coming more and more and more. And I feel that we are in the proper direction. We reach already the 2K downloads on the podcast. The YouTube, the YouTube is around the same numbers. The, uh, you have the Instagram, where we talk a little bit about the news. The TikTok, that as TikTok, as you know, is about memes and all of this type of stuff. So for me and Christina, the owners of the show and from being here as a team, many thank you for everything. On other note, we'll start having the podcast in Portuguese. So when you go to the channel, you will see the same episode, but in Portuguese. So you will have download the both of episodes in um, English and in Portuguese. Portuguese to reach a little bit different type of people. It's growing up a lot, the sim racing in Portugal, growing up on, on the Brazilian community and a lot of the Portuguese language speaker countries. So I will try to reach them too as my uh, natural uh, language is the language that I grew up uh, talking, so would be uh, good to have it on the show. If I feel that the both of language are start being on top of each other, I will separate the podcast. We will have the edition in, in uh, English and an edition in Portuguese. For the first time, we have a special guest, and it's an honor to have him among us. I'm talking about 97, one of the biggest sim racers from India and the first to be sponsored by Moza, the Chinese manufacturer in India. So I'm talking about a big person that's been doing a lot for the sim racing, a little bit focused more on, as we can understand, a little bit on arcade and, to and racing a little bit on ACC, on the Seto Corsa, Competizione. As you know, iRacing is quite expensive, so we talk a little bit about that. It's a small talk, uh, briefly uh, around 15 minutes, that will come on the, on the end of the podcast. For now, uh, you know how it is. It's time for... Yes, it's time of the podcast where I ask you to please comment on our Instagram. Rating, like us, subscribe, share our podcast. Anything will help us to grow up. Give us five stars. You can give us from one to five, but five stars will help us grow up more and reach even other persons. So please help us sharing it, because you know, sharing is caring and we can make it a bigger community. But now it's time to talk about theme of this week. Today on the theme of the week, we're talking about what's going on in the last weeks and sim racing and esport. I'm talking precisely about. Williams in Daytona, and I'm talking about the shit codes used in the platform as knowing Formula 1 2022 by EA Games. On Williams, you as you know, big Formula 1 team, Williams is a huge company, and they've been defending themselves with the need to win, and they have obligations for the sponsors. But I ask, where is the respect 
for the other uh, drivers and exist rules. So one of the rules is you cannot use the flat part of the tone on the oval. So exists that rule on a normal racing and exists an agreement, a driver's agreement, that you cannot use it. But the fact is they have used it to reach the pole position for mirrors, uh, not even seconds, and um, and after being proved, they only reach and apologize, but they could make more. They could come and say, I'm sorry, we give the pole position away, we'll give the win away, I'm sorry, no. They make a statement on Instagram saying that they are not happy with that, and um, that's it. They have obligations with the sponsors, they need uh, to win. Basically, they say they will do anything they, they can do to win. So, I will not mention the driver in cause, but what happened was, he, when he was doing the qualification on his uh, quality lap, he, when he came to the last turn and started using the oval area, and start jumping to the oval area, he stay on the flat part of Latona. Normally to let go and lead to the um, pit lane. During that, he won a little bit of time, and that time put him in, in, um, in the pole position. The driver in course is already known for using a little bit of dirty tactics and being blocked even from using the eye racing for a now a period of time. But is that enough? For me, I think not. So let's talk a little bit of the dirty tactics using on that time. So a part of the qualify, okay, qualify like this one could be a mistake. The game allow you because I think the game should already block your uh, lap time automatically. Okay, the game allow you. It's something that uh, we need to do it. But after doing the race, that that the things start getting a little bit more dirty. So when they didn't have a chance to win, one of the cars started using a little bit of dirty tactics. He was blocking cars when it was being lapped, ignoring blue flags, and was. I'll say stopping outside of the pit lane. So when you come out of the pit lane, you stopping slowly, waiting for again for the other cars coming for the, being lapped again, join them and start blocking again and continue doing this. I know Williams is a Formula One team. They are a major team. They should know this one. But for me, after they use uh, Jason Button, or that is uh, Williams ambassador to help them how to pacify the things. I think easily it was, okay, it was a mistake. We didn't know about these ones because we don't know until which extent Williams knew about the tactics used by the drivers or not. We never know. They close the contract with him. They give back the victory to the next team and that's it. But no, they keep the winning, keep uh, the sponsors happy and that's it. But would exist sponsors if if exist races? Would the people keep seeing the races if uh, this happen? I don't think so. On my idea, I think we should we should start having marshals to check a little bit, principally the main competition, and um, check if was respect the rules or not. If you miss uh, three times, three four times a blue flag. You get the black flag, you're out of the race. Because this is bad for 
the sport and it's bad for everyone that do it. We're talking about the iRacing that have a huge community, a race that have a lot of sponsors, as we talk, a lot of money involved already, have huge views on Twitch, YouTube, other platforms, and this type of dirty conduct by the drivers and this type of pawning. And the excuse is because we have sponsors that can lead to a lot of troubles. Can you imagine other teams doing it? Um, I don't think it's going to be uh, something that will pass on the next few days. I hope that Williams was just a bump and uh, Williams going to go back and uh, think what they're doing. But I'm afraid that if this continue and this continue going unpuned, other teams will use it and we'll start having a wreckfest instead of a proper racing. Um, other thing is happening the same on Formula 1 game, the official F1 2022 has been in a lot of troubles. So if you are familiar with your games, you know that when you play FIFA, um, a lot of the PC gamers are using dirty tricks as for example going 1 to 1 and suddenly pass for 3 to 1 on the other team or making your uh, players go as a ghost, they disappear completely, the opponent cannot see them, you can score free will game, free, free will goals, so a lot of dirty tactics used. The same are coming to F1, so imagine driving a car with loads of grip, with uh, no tire usage, with uh, unlimited fuel, you can drive all the time the fuel on level 1, um, even unlimited DRS constant is something that is bad for the professionals and for people that enjoy the game. For example, I the other day I was driving, team uh, rest with 20 persons, uh, three persons with me, we stop and we start seeing was um, Monza first turn and the guy was, I say, was going on the fifth, fourth gear around 200 km per hour on the first turn and the chicane that we as impossible as everyone know and come on you are seeing esports drivers being lapped esports drivers they're going two seconds and three seconds uh, behind them and person that was uh, last week seven eight seconds so suddenly in one week they can go ten seconds faster is is could be possible you know we never a lot of training but it's impossible with three to four seconds faster than actual professionals and it's crazy, it's crazy. Uh, on personal um, part, if I lost a race, I want my opponent to be have a good skill and uh, you know taking a better apex, uh, showing that I'm turning too soon or I'm turning too late. You know, make me evolve. You know, a person that I see going like this, and I'm lost, and then on the rise of the day, I say, okay, I don't want to play this game anymore. This is gonna happen with a lot of people too. And if start going on, EA games can expand to other other platforms and other games. So it's something that we need to tackle it when it's possible. You know, thinking as an asteroid use and uh, make sure that this not happen anymore. Because if they are doing this one just to this type of shit, just to boost your ego. I'm sorry, but that's not sport. That's not the way that we drive. And see a major Formula One team. Okay, not a Formula One team, but uh, Formula. The eSport connect with the Formula 1 team. Make me sad to see this and the way that they're going. So like I say, I hope it's just a bump. And uh, don't pass to other companies. That was our team of the week, guys. Please let me on the comments know what you think about it and uh, which way we should improve.
on my personal opinion, I think we should create a database where we have a lot of sim racing to know which time they're using, uh, how many wins, percentage of winning, uh, how many times they make call of, uh, they was on top of the pole and they made to win the race, these type of things, as create a um, ranking, uh, like you see on tennis players that if they don't go to Roland Garros, if they go to other major slams, divide by type level of competition, by points, on a final of 2-3 years, you know, you drive Formula 1, you're gonna add 1,000 points uh, as a first player, uh, and after, you, uh, depending on your position, you can play around a little bit, would be easy to classify if they are good or not, if they will be banned is because something is wrong, so we'll start creating a type of ranking. It's possible, it's difficult, because it's just me having the idea, but who knows, people can join and uh, can start being something real or not. So this is just my idea, that one way of you started having, and like I said, marshals on the team, on the racings, on the races that need to have marshals, for we can see a little bit more what is happening and uh, protect a little bit more the other racers, because not everyone have the chance to be uh, driving a, a racing car or be professional or have a track day. Some of us don't have the opportunity, the money, and this is our way of the most close way of driving a Formula One car. And you want the total immersion. You don't want to, to win just to win. You want to have fun. I know you're gonna have fun like this. You can play with your friend, going on the track, uh, on sideways, you know, doing whatever you want. But that's when it's time for fun. Or when you're talking about the real competition, imagine you go to a, yes, the person that win the time, have a great times. They go, they go play out of their uh, simulator, they go to a competition, what's gonna happen? They're gonna suck. So, let's protect and give chance to everyone to be there. Let's talk about news. We're talking about the news of this week, and of course, the main news will be GT7 in VR. Of course, the, uh, was delivered today to the channel. I will have a, a close look on my YouTube channel, so you can keep a little bit template what's going on with us on GT7 and VR2 and it's finally coming the first update of the year we're talking about GT VR2 5 new cars and a new track Grand Valley Highway 1 is back to GT looks awesome on the trailer will be definitely one of the first that I will look I hope they will have a night on the track because the track looks awesome the bridge and everything so I want to have uh, away on there, probably I will use uh, Deep as a first track too, because when you drive at night it's beautiful, Mon Mountain Trial too, the classic ones of uh, GT and uh, Ghost tracks are being completely beautiful, so it would be nice to drive them. On talking about the cars, we are having the Citroën DS21 Power 70 from 97, looks beautiful, old school car, you have the Honda RA272 from 65, an old Formula 1 model. Very rarely you have the opportunity to drive this type of old school Formula 1 models on PlayStation. Only if you want a PC, of course, you're gonna have infinite modes, infinite cars on the Assetto Course and other platforms. Having this car official on Gran Turismo is very good as it's coming more to GT Vision, the XNAO 1 in street mode another one, the road version, will be the same car, 
different uh, types of setup and to close the 911 Carrera RS amazing, beautiful, old school we'll have some updates on escape mode and everything is available since yesterday to close the GT topic this update will bring an AR car calling Sophie that will fight against you and will be uh, having a better competition against you will be only available on PS5 I don't know how I feel it, let's see, let's try can be a little bit tricky yesterday I was just trying for fun uh, driving um, project car and I was all the time being run by the AI so you never know, it could be something similar but if you are getting run another every turn is the same way that you driving sometimes when you play Gran Turismo online so we'll see how it goes as you know we don't having been many updates on sim racing on general uh, just a little bit on part of arcade games that you can talk about you have the Monster Energy Supercross 6 coming the Crew Fest exist a lot of expectations on the Ren Sport but the better still been delay we still have to wait Personally, I don't like to get excited about titles that aren't available, but this is a promising one, so let's wait and see and keep my opinion to after. In the hardware, Mozilla delivered yesterday the ACP H pattern and looks juicy. The reviews are very positive. Unfortunately, I cannot try it, it's available only for PC. So please, Mozilla, I think you should step up and start having. A possibility to have your wheels on the PlayStation and on consoles. You are talking about a direct drive around 560 pounds uh, on bundles. So we are taking the base, the wheel, clutch, the pedals, no clutch, sorry, the pedal will bring only brake and accelerator. The base will have a 5 and NN. So you are talking about a very good direct drive wheel very good possibilities so you will not have any competition near to that there's a Trustmaster only have a direct drive wheel for PC the only one is a Fanatec that is the double of the price so I think it's quite positive and if you jump on the PlayStation or on the consoles we will crush a lot of your uh, competition so I presume that could be some that you can have in consideration and to close, the ADAC Sim Racing Expo will be again on October, this time on Dortmund, near the stadium. I'm working the way of the channel, Google there, of course, depending on my ability, on my strength and my endurance to go and stay there three days. I, of course, I, can, I need to drive there and everything, so let's hope with me and Christina managing the way of where going will be very good for us, will be very good for the channel, so let's hope. And I will keep you updated on that. Sponsor of the week. This week I'm not bringing a sponsor, but I bring awareness. Like happened to me, sarcoma is a type of cancer that can strike you in different forms and different parts of your body. For uh, if you want to know more, the team from Sarcoma UK is an amazing team, and they need your help. So any donation is a huge help, even if you work a little bit of a volunteer. Uh, personally, I'm trying to create a development of making a sim racing, a charity event with other sim racings and go live and create a fun day where we can raise funds, help and in this case my main goal is to achieve it on the end of the year so I want on the end of the year to have this goal 
Uh, I'm for achieve this goal. I will need your help to achieve it. So I have my Patreon. On my Patreon, I'm asking for two pounds. From the two pounds, half is for Sarcoma UK or Macmillan. But this moment, it will be Sarcoma UK, and the other one is for me. Of course, if I just have two, two or three persons making a donation, I have to jump one two months and give only the two months to Sarcoma. I cannot go there and give. Oh look, this is my donation of the uh, the month, two pounds. I I will do it anyway, but that's my way of uh, doing it now. So. Help me, join me on my Patreon, on Vink's Gears. I don't have nothing now to offer on the Patreon, but soon we'll have a little bit more. We'll have special videos, we have special levers for, for some games, setups. So slowly, slowly I incorporate it's a little bit difficult in the moment because a lot of the time I stay home, uh, a lot of time on the bed. So I need a little bit of support with Christina to help me this one. But slowly, slowly we are reaching that. So please give us a hand and help us our sponsor of the week. Very fast to close, you're talking about the racing news. PSGL second round was win by the Alfa Romeo team with Jost on the first uh, place, followed for his teammate Alfie Butcher, and on third place on a Haas goes to Thomas Rohner. And after you have the Porsche Endurance uh, on iRacing, the qualify was won by Zach Campbell on a time of 1.38.673 and uh, followed by Sebastian Job and Diogo Pinto, the Portuguese guy from the team Redline have taken the lead after on the championship when the race, if the last race, he finished on second and Charlie Collins finished on first leaving Charlie Collins with 63 points followed from Diogo with 65 and now I'm um, talking about the pleasure to have Mr. 97, a very humble and gracious person that have been helping a lot of community of sim racing. So here we go for our interview of the week. It's time for the guest of the week. 97 is a YouTuber and an Instagram uh, following sim racing and content creator. He had over 100k followers on Instagram and over 1.9k on YouTube. So thank you for coming. Speak with us. Yeah, hello, boys. I am Mr. 97. And yes, as uh, mentioned, I do sim racing content. I am on Instagram or YouTube content creator. And uh, I'm happy to be here. And I'll probably explain you what it took to be here and what I did, what you guys can do if you are planning the same thing and have the same passion as I do into the sim racing, into cars. Everything around me is around cars. So I hope I am of a great help to you guys here so that you guys are giving your time. I hope it is valuable and I give you information that is helpful. So thank you for having me here. I am Mr. 97 and let's do this. Thank you so much. Uh, tell me a little bit about you. So where you focus your uh, content creation? So I see that you... Do a lot of Assetto Corsa and Forza Horizon. Have you tried other types of sim racing? Yes. So I started off with Forza Horizon like every other kid does. It's like an eye candy. So you have all the pretty looking graphics. Any car you can from the catalog, just you can drive. So as a car enthusiast, I started off with Forza Horizon on my keyboard and my controller. And then that grew into... a addiction i moved to a wheel a logitech log a logitech g29 
and then uh, thanks to instagram thanks to community like this people like this i met a lot more people a lot more enthusiasts who had the same passion and they guided me to a sort of course a game i am very thankful for so i have the best time i mean the physics are nice especially with the wheel that is the best game you can start off and then now currently i am also playing a sort of course a competition so i am working with brands and a lot of things in the background so i am uh, running a sort of course a competition and trying to keep my ratings high before the event starts and all that it's a struggle and but know, that's the best part <laughs> but that's the best part of competition in the struggle so every corner you learn something and you improve yourself so it's not like you're just sitting there with a wheel and spending 2 3 hours just for fun you're also learning a track you're learning where you are going wrong so competition and also now i recently went to an air show so now my interest in planes is pumped uh, up a little bit so i have a joystick coming for the microsoft air simul air uh, simulator so these are yeah. all the games i am currently into and that's good uh, i'm so that you are uh, sponsored by moza always working with moza wheels so i mean i'm started like you using the logitech g929 uh, and after i moved to the trustmaster because i just use the uh, playstation content i'm trying to improve and move to the pc but tell me about the moza so moza racing as a uh... it might seem like i'm trying to help the brand since i'm sponsored but no this what am i what are i'm going to speak now is from my perspective why i chose moza i had different offers also but why i chose moza and why moza is a brand that i'm going to promote or use going forward because there are a lot of competition as you as you said you are using a trustmaster and we all come from a logitech because that's the best entry level wheel most people say that uh, logitech is not good but see we all are kids we start up from some place so we don't want to invest a huge amount and then regret it later if we don't get a hang of it so logitech being the best place to start we all come from there and trustmaster a bell driven wheel which is used majorly across the entire you know community sim racing so that yes. is a safe spot Trustmaster is seen everywhere. You turn a scroll, scroll a reel, you see Trustmaster. You scroll a YouTube video, you see Trustmaster wheel. And now, why I chose Moza Racing instead of others? So Moza as a brand. See, I my when I started my YouTube career or my Instagram, I wanted help. So I texted, DM'd a lot of people who do this, and uh, not everybody replied. In fact, not even a person, single person replied telling you can do this, you can go this way, you do this content. and when i gained this popularity or the fame i decided that i will help everybody even though if we had 5 followers 10 50000 20000 the numbers they don't matter because we all are putting the equal amount of hard work so everybody has to get the equal amount of efforts and you know results that they get so i decided that i will help everybody even though i have 100k followers or whatever i text everybody i reply to every dm reply to every comment so same thing i see in moza so they released the moza r5 recently and there were a few complaints about the pedal be feeling this slight similar to the accelerator and within a week time they introduced the performance kit so they listened to their reviews they listened to their customers and they respond quickly so as i started off doing the same thing with my youtube or my instagram and i saw moza doing the same thing and they had a wheel which was budget friendly 
So as my audience is, you know, 18 to 24, 20 years, they're not earning that much. They're just starting off their career. So they will obviously not invest in a huge product, which is like a Thrustmaster T818, which is expensive or a fanatic product. So I wanted to be along with a brand who has the same mindset and a product which is within the range of my audience. So even they can experience what I experience and, you know, feel the same feeling which I'm trying to communicate to the camera. So that is why Moza and that is why the R5 base and not any other base, which is also was an option for me to pick. I had an option to pick anything from the website, but I went for the R5 because this was something that it is more feasible for people to hop onto or get. So the R5 and the Moza brand. That's good. That's good. Now I've been uh, Google a lot of Moza. They've been growing up a lot on the community and you see them a lot of simulators started using and moving, like you say, even from Fanatec. A lot of people started put Fanatec on the side a little bit from the excess of the price and start going for Moza, pricey friendly. The, like you say, the people that are around Moza are a little bit more friendly than the people from Fanatec. So it's a good evolution. I agree with you. So you are using a little bit more uh, an arcade style of game than a simulation, a part of AC, AC competition. You never try uh, Automobilista 2. Or uh, I racing. See where I am from. So I'm from India. Okay. So okay. here, even the Logitech is expensive. Okay. To, yeah, and I, I, I explain. <laughs> yeah. I so I'll just give an example of how much struggle it took me to get the Moza in my country. I had to pay seventy percent of the tax. Okay. Okay. So the tax alone is seventy percent. So imagine the cost of the R five. I had to buy it. Okay. So. When you talk about iRacing, iRacing is an extreme platform. So you just don't go there I'm, for, yeah. That's why I'm talking because it's for me, uh, for example, if you are a content creator and you are using the iRacing, you have to make a very good revenue to play iRacing and play all the categories because everything you need to pay. If you want to use them as the MX-5, you need to pay. If you want to go for the NASCAR, you need to pay. So that's why I think a lot of people go for this like a set of course uh, competition or a set of course uh, and using the mods because it's easier for us than it's friendly budget. Yes, very true. So see, everybody's perspective towards simulating is different. Somebody has a goal to get into an actual GT car, you know, after a few years. Yeah, somebody it's, it's true. just want to stay in their room and do this or somebody who's a lot violent on the road have to save a few fines be alive <laughs> I know so they do that in their rooms so everybody, I, I, know, everybody I know and you, you, you never you never um, uh, I would say leave the the, uh, the sim rig go to your car and after suddenly you have the feeling that all, all, all slowly you go on a car I don't, I don't know if yes. you have already that immersion sometimes I'm playing I'm driving a little bit crazy on the, on the sim racing I'll finish I go to my car and suddenly I feel that I go so slow that he's missing something, you know. So sim yeah. racing give it give us that and take me a little bit that I would say uh, hard fit, you know, when you are driving. So because you already take all that energy on the sim racing, so we don't need to drive like a crazy on the street. That's true. Yes, that's when you know the the maturity of yeah. a human shows up. That yeah, this matters to me. I have I have somebody waiting at my home. I have to reach safely too, but on the rig, yeah. I can throw a drift at 180 and still stay in the seat. Exactly. <laughs> and go back exactly. to my dinner around two. Feet. And and if you have any damage, it will be cheaper than uh, than your actual car. 
So tell me, yeah. what what is your expectations on the future of sim racing? Do you think that, for example, like you say, the new generation, they will use the sim racing to go to actual motorsport, as you start seeing a lot? So see, like, uh, let's talk facts. So even if you go two months or two years behind, we didn't have so many products, so many racing wheels. You know, so many brands doing amazing products like the Mozart, the Fanatex, the Logitech also came up with a sim wheel now. <laughs> so, and if the major trend here comes from motorsports, so Formula One is growing, you know, we have Formula E now. So yeah. not, you know, you just don't get up and decide I want to sim race. You see something, you follow somebody, Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen. You want to be one, someone like that, or you know, get on their shoes. At least not in a Formula One car. At least, at least in a GT car or a car which is fast. So with the trend of Formula One increasing, the trend of these brands doing all this, so there is a lot of you know scope now than compared to previous years for mm -hmm. somebody like me or somebody like me or who's just starting off sim racing. If they put in the time and effort and actually go to the path which is you know leading them to a gt or a formula one or kart racing also there is a huge yeah, exactly it's, not, it's, it's yeah. true it's true and as the games are developing as you said i racing as you said mobilista assetto corsa competition these games are to be honest no longer games they are a platform for you to train to get into an actual car so it's, yeah. it's, it's, i think the i agree with you i think well, a lot of uh, actual sim racers now they know better the tracks than the person that do the motorsport because you can very, you can pass true. hours and hours and hours on the same track. So automatically, me I never drive on Monza, but when I went to Monza, I knew automatic where would be the best apex for turning and everything because you drive it for hours and hours on the sim racing, and after when you actually are there, you can see. Where are the areas and everything is is amazing and you are right you you pass so many hours and as evolution so I think I agree with you on the last two years I think with the COVID when everyone has to stay in lockdown and everything was a huge increase on the sim racing and and the, as you say in Formula One everyone start creating podcasts about Formula One the podcasts and YouTube channels about sim racing so it was a good time and I think. Like you say, when the future will be much, much better. Yes, very true. So it is like a slow ladder that we are climbing. It's not like how Valorant gets hype or how mm -hmm. the other games get hype. It is, uh, you know, it is also comes down to the reachability of the products. So mobile games are very easy. Every yes. other kid in the block has an iPhone these days. Every <laughs> other uh, kid in the block has an iPad to jump on to Valorant or a PC which is moderate to jump on to, you know, other yes, games. It's, so it's, sim it's racing a, is a different approach. So you have to get a PC dedicated to sim racing, a monitor which can handle the refresh rate, a wheel that is giving you enough force feedback. So since now uh, brands are cutting down costs like the Moza R5 we have now, a direct drive wheel at a cost. So brands are also understanding that this is the main you know, issue yeah. that they are facing in sim racing, the cost to start something this and uh, it's, it's, it's true it's true even if you start anything on on youtube the amount of a microphone is always 50 to 100 i would say pounds because i'm on uk if you want a camera more this one after you need to pay the servers you need to pay the more the x the y on a final of the day if you are using as a content 
you spend a lot of money. And if you are doing only as a joy, you spend even more money. That's why people, like you say before in, in the podcast, oh. people go for the Logitech. The Logitech is, the sh- I would say, the cheapest that gives us, offers some force feedback. But like you say, sometimes it's missing there something. I remember I, when I was trying, if I were on PlayStation, I could not change, for example, the angle of the wheel. That would bring me very difficult for playing a Formula One game a couple of the times. So you need, you have to turn in a lot more than an actual Thrustmaster where I can reduce the angle. So it's it's good, it's good times, as you say. It's an evolution on sim racing, and slowly, slowly we'll get there. Thanks so much for yeah. staying with with me today, and yes, yeah. I, I I wish you to see you more often. Uh, to finish, just one question. Um, What's going to be now your content? You're going to still focus on the Assetto Corsa mods, as you've been, as I've been seeing you using a little bit of like a no essay, or are you going to change for other game? So see, it, uh, my my content depends on the responses I get. So no essay is something trending now. It's okay. like a dream of every racer to have a highway with the traffic and any car that you can choose and just cut up. So it is based on trends. So I cannot be telling people, "Ki see, I like this game. So you watch me do this." So it is like what you guys want to watch. It is like a trend. So currently, no SE is trending. So I'm doing that. But okay. also, as I said, you know, I'm doing flight simulator and all that. So where I am from, all of this is very new. So I am the first Indian to get an ambassadorship or you know partnership from a brand into okay, sim racing. That's, that's good. So my idea or my goal is to bring more of this from my country, you know, influence more people that, yes, you just cannot do this. You know, they're not, not only people from other places or people who have the money have to do this. Even you can do this. Even our country has equipments which you can buy and get onto this. So that is my goal, influence more people, tell them that this is possible. Even, you know, gaming also has a future. You can do this, you can grow, brands will. So a brand which is, you know, halfway across the globe has trusted me, sent me their wheel across oceans. So yeah, they do see something. No no brand will just give you a wheel for no exactly, reason. They, exactly. they look at you. They see, even they are there for a business, for a purpose. They are also facing losses and profits. So if I can do it coming from a country which had no scope of sim racing or never heard of sim racing. So I say, if you believe in yourself, get onto that seat, pull up a game and just do what you do. And the people will fall, appreciate your effort. Time, I say time is, there's no shortcut here. No, it's, it's, I agree, I agree another percent. So I'm, I'm, we're currently based on UK, but I'm I'm from Portugal, and uh, now I have to stop working recently because of my health and everything. And it's very difficult to do a normal daily basis stuff. And I speak with my family, and I say oh, to my mother, I will want to start um uh, I will start a racing channel uh, uh, on YouTube, and uh, I want to use it the money if I make some money. To help me a little bit financial as I cannot work 100%, but to provide uh, help for the sarcoma and and who knows. And uh, I started, I would say, two weeks ago. And the people that's been coming, uh, you know, they grow up on like a social media, TikTok, uh, a little bit on uh, Instagram, even on YouTube, it's been more than I was expecting. 
So the people, uh, they like your content. If you care and if you do it with love, people will come and people will respect it. And that's the most important. Exactly. Exactly. See, we all are human. So we have this soft exactly. spot. <laughs> exactly. And the soft spot is even softer when you know that the other person also has a similar mindset and you want to help him because we also went to the same struggle. Day one, we had one follower. Day two, we had two. Exactly. And now we are a hundred. So time, effort, no matter who's looking at you or not looking at you, you have views or don't have views. I mean, you thought of this for a reason. It's not like somebody told you to do this. So you decided, so you do it for yourself. And everything else is a bonus opportunity to talk to people like you across the globe. I never thought I would be doing this. Yeah, you know, me neither. <laughs> when I started so, yeah. three weeks, uh, two weeks ago, my idea was making a podcast. And uh, I've been sending the emails. I reached the people as I reach you. And uh, I've been getting more positive feedback than negative feedback. So it's, it's, it's good because I was thinking the, com- the community of sim racing was very close. But no, I think it's quite diverse, quite open, and it's uh, open to everyone. So you just have to, to do it and try it. Yes, yes, very true. All right, uh, 97, thanks so much for staying with us and having you here on my podcast. I wish you all the best and see you soon. Yes, Hugo, thank you. And thank you, everybody who's listening. So appreciate your time, also your time. We all are here. No, doing something, trying to prove, trying to give you guys a path that we took was a hard way, but we are here to help you take the easy way out. So you don't have to struggle as much as we do. So follow us. We are here to help you. Anything. He's here. I am here. You know our IDs. Just drop a text and we are here to help you. So see you around. See you on the run. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And that's it for today, it's time to say goodbye, but before going, once again, comment, like, share, help me grow up. You helping me, I'm helping you, you helping me to grow up, I keep entertaining you every Wednesday with more uh, subjects about sim racing, a little bit about motorsport, a little bit about general. On the next week, it's coming a lot of news, it's coming interview with a uh, professional rally driver, coming uh, someone from Team Redline to join us on uh, interviews, so it's very good, help me reach more people and help me refuel my addiction to digital petrol. Thank you so much, bye.